Episode 32 Conquering Your Student Loans Hey Chainers and welcome to another edition of Chainer Wealth. I'm your host Dennis O'Brien and I'm your co-host Katie Welsh. All right so today is student loan conquering time. Why do you start every episode with a sigh? I don't start every episode with a sigh. I start every conversation about student loans with a sigh. There's a difference. Fair enough. So student loans, it's a major, major problem and hurdle in America. You know, a lot of other countries are not plagued with student loans and a lot of Americans don't really realize that. But if you can get a grip on your student loans from an early age, the world is literally your oyster. You have a huge benefit over your peers, And yeah, you're already in a much better place. Also, if you can start preparing for student loans at an early age, your kids won't have a massive burden. I can definitely agree with you. I am in the middle of paying back my loan. And every time I talk to somebody, I feel like I talk to people probably more often than I should about student loans. And now I've gotten to the point where I just come right out and be like, so do you have student loans? How much do you owe? (laughs) I feel like it's like a normal conversation kind of. And when I talk to people who are like, oh yeah, I don't have any. I'm just like, oh, I I can't wait to be like you. The jealousy is real. (laughs) It really is. Yeah. But so for our listeners who don't know, Katie's on a journey to pay back $33,000 in the next 12 months. Yes. So I got the 38 reduced to the 33 with teaching for five years in the Title I school and just trying to knock it out as quick as I can. Yep. So if you want to check out her story, head over to chainofwealth.com slash blog. All right. So you ready to jump to our interview? Yep. Awesome. Let's do it. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. Hey, Chainers, and welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. Today, we have Jordan E. Goodman with us. Jordan is America's money answers man and is nationally recognized expert on personal finance. He is a regular guest on numerous radio and television call-in shows across the country, answering questions on personal financial topics. He appears frequently on The View, Fox News Network, Fox Business Network, CNN, CNBC, and CBS Evening News. Welcome, Jordan. Hi, Jordan. Great to be with you, Dennis and Katie. So, Jordan, real quick, I want to ask, how did you get the nickname America's Money Answers Man? I was at Money Magazine for 18 years, and I not only wrote for the magazine, but I did radio call-in shows and speeches on behalf of the magazine to subscribers, and people said, these are my questions, have you got the answers? And it kind of naturally flowed. So I've been America's Money Answers Man now for over 30 years. (laughs) Uh, My website is moneyanswers.com, and that's what I'm all about, is giving people money answers, and hopefully we'll be able to help them in this particular case as well. Fantastic. Today, our topic is going to be all about student loans. On your blog, you talk a lot about student loans, and we've got quite a lot of questions for you. So what are some of the strategies you advise people to implement when trying to pay back their student loans? Well, first of all, don't freak out, because a lot of people are doing that. The amount of student debt is just overwhelming for an awful lot of people. The average person today is graduating with 38000 in student loans in America. That's the average. Many people with 50, 100, 150,000 undergraduate. And then if you add graduate school, law school, dental school, medical school, business school, it yeah. can be two, three, four hundred thousand on top of that. It is just 
overwhelming. It's the problem of this generation, really. Previous generations had some student loans, but nothing close to what they do today. And the result of that is it's changing lifestyles in a major way. Over half the people graduating today are going back and living at home because they just can't, they don't have, even if they have a decent job, they don't have enough income to service the student loan and rent an apartment, buy a car, start a family, kind of get on with their lives. So it is a huge problem for an awful lot of people. Um, so, I mean, there, there are several strategies I'm going to talk about to help you get this under control. But the first thing is just kind of know where you stand, know how, how much you owe, and then if possible, consolidate. That's the first thing you should do is consolidate. If you have a bunch of different federal loans and a bunch of different interest rates, consolidate it into one at the lowest possible interest rate. At least you're making one payment a month instead of many at different interest rates. And if you miss something, it really hurts your credit score. Uh, I always like to give practical websites to help people as well. And as far as consolidating, there's a place called the Student Loan Help Center, and their website is consolidatecollege.com. They can take you through the whole process much easier than just dealing with the federal bureaucracy. Okay, and that is something that I can definitely relate to. Because when I graduated college, I had student loans, and I'm still paying them off. And it, basically, everybody I know is paying off their student loans. And you're right, it is a definite like, cramp in your side when it comes to trying to save for retirement or buy a house or pay off your car. It's definitely really hard to do. It is. What, what was your uh, experience consolidating, Katie? Did you consolidate? Yes, I did. And honestly, it was a nightmare. I, yes, <laughs> uh, with my education degree, I did not really learn anything about money. And yeah. my brother told me to go ahead and consolidate and everything. And I'm pretty sure I went, or I somehow did it the wrong way and did not consolidate all, all of them at the same time. So yeah, it actually it, took me quite a while to get it like pieced together. Right. Yeah. And you, you have one chance. You just can only do it once. You right. can't do it several times. That's correct. So that's why. And, and I mean, it sounds like you were in pretty good shape as far as your current and all that. When people get behind in their student loans uh, and then they start getting delinquency notices and default judgments and all kinds of scary things, then it really gets hard to do a consolidation. But you can do it anyway. I mean, these, these people I just mentioned, Student Loan Help Center at ConsolidateCollege.com, that's what they do. Even if you're behind and all kinds of crazy things, there are ways that work in the system that you don't know about. And I don't know about, frankly, but they do. And uh, it, it, it's a really hard thing for an awful lot of people to deal with the bureaucracy. Yeah, It really is. Would you say that there's a certain sort of timing that people should look to start uh, refinancing their loans? Or would you say the sooner the better? So that's a different thing, refinancing, which I also agree is a good thing. What we just talked about is consolidating. That's the first thing. But refinancing is actually a better way to go. So with refinancing, you take all the federal loans you've got, you combine them with any private loans you have. Private loans tend to be higher interest rate, um, six, seven, eight percent or whatever, where it's pri uh, federal loans may be in the four or five percent range. Combine them all into one new loan at a much lower rate, typically about two percent in the two to three percent range. Um, and now you have one loan to pay at a lower interest rate, and you can pay that off much more quickly than at these higher rates. My favorite place for doing the refinancing of student loans is what's called Credible. Uh, and their website is Credible, C-R-E-D-I-B-L-E, Credible.com. And if you put backslash money answers, they know it's me that way, you get 200 bucks off your first payment. So I mean, I'm even handing out free money today while you're out of here. <laughs> um, they've also got a phone number, 855 
870-6005. And the advantage of that, the, the private loans can be even more burdensome than the federal loan because the interest rates are so much higher on those. So I would definitely, and basically as soon as you get out of school or there, soon thereafter, I would refinance them into one. Now, if you're going to do another, if you're going to go back to graduate school and take on more loans, I'd probably wait until all your loans are done. But then as soon as you you know that it's it's over, uh, refinance them into one at credible.com backslash money answers and just saved you a bunch of money right there. Awesome. I also think a lot of people, they don't realize that their credit score plays quite a big impact on that as well. So you do sort of want to have your credit score in a good shape when you do do when you do go about that process. Well, that's right, because the better your credit score, the lower the interest rate you're going to pay in the refinance. So just so you're clear about what Credible, Credible doesn't do the loans itself. Think of it as like a clearinghouse where they've got like six or seven different players that offer different interest rates to give you, know, give you the best possible deal. So you apply in one place with your credit score and your numbers, and then you, you see which is the best offer for you, and you can complete the process online. So it's just not just one place to go to. It's like there's several different players now. Sometimes it can be credit unions. There's just a lot of different players who can help you refinance your student loans. Okay, thank you, Jordan. And a lot of times when people are graduating college and they have this massive loan and they're not making a lot of money, paying back that student loan can be quite overwhelming. Do you have any kind of tips or tricks or anything to not feel so completely overwhelmed? Well, you have to have a budget. You have to kind of know what you can afford. And you've got to cut back on other expenses to be able to stay current on that student loan. If you start getting behind on that student loan, first it's called delinquency, then it's called default. And a lot of people are in that circumstance. Last I heard, something like 20% of existing student loans are either in delinquency or default uh, right wow. now. Then it really hurts your credit score. It's like a downward spiral because then when you have you know that, then you, uh, you it makes it harder, your, your interest rates go up. So, uh, you know, you, you can't, escape from that and then once you get into that downward spiral so uh yes i would say look at like a realistic budget of the total amount of dollars you've got coming in what you need to spend and i mean i think it's okay to live at home again if if, if you just can't afford an apartment and buying a car and having a you know normal lifestyle as you might say it's okay there's nothing wrong with doing that just a lot of people are doing it it's the realistic situation until you can start getting that loan bounce down. There are people living at home into their 30s these days because they're just not making enough money to service the student loans and have a life, basically, is what it comes down to. Definitely, yeah. And I think well, what a lot of people don't realize is that it may be a little bit difficult living at home a little bit longer, but you're actually doing yourself a massive financial favor trying to get rid of those loans earlier. The only thing that I encourage people to do, though, is not to get comfortable and just pay make the minimum payments because... At, at that point, you're really not achieving anything. <laughs> well, you'll be indebted for the rest of your life. But you know, 30 years typically is what student loans are for 30. It's like getting a mortgage, basically. Yeah. I mean, I think there's something wrong with allowing a 17-year-old who has no income yet to indebt themselves so much. Uh, but that's, in fact, what's happening. So they don't know what they're doing. And they're signing on for these tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in, in loan payments and having no credit score. I mean, it's not only the, the kids. But the parents are indebting themselves as well with parent plus loans. And what I'm seeing is parents are taking out loans against their 401ks or IRAs, 
home equity loans, life insurance loans, anything that's not bolted down, they'll they'll strip it strip it clean to pay for that. And now the latest thing is that grandparents are being asked to pay for their grandkids' educations because the kids are maxed out, the parents are maxed out. And so grandma, you know, you've got an IRA there. Why don't we take some money out of that for the kids' education? It's just getting totally out of control here. Definitely. So I've got a really tough one for you now. Let's say that I've finished studying and I've gotten into a job. I absolutely hate what I do. I've got massive student loan bills, but I want to maybe try to do something different. I want to maybe further myself and get a new qualification or something. What would you say that I should do in that position if I'm looking to make such a change and I'm really so indebted? Have boat number two ready before you step out of boat number one. Okay. But a lot of people say, oh, I'm just going to quit, you know, and then you're really in, in tough shape. So for example, the way a lot of people do it uh, is online courses where you can do at your own pace at night and weekends. You really don't want to quit your job, even if you hate it, to be financially thrown to the wolves, basically. Um, so, I mean, I'll tell you, my son did it. My son's 28. Uh, not that he hated his first job. He was starting to hate it, but uh, he, he wanted to go in a new direction. He's a computer data scientist at Airbnb, okay, and which is what he really wanted to do. So he kind of tested it out. He took some online courses at a place called Coursera. There's another one called Udacity. Perfectly good online courses. You learn what you need to learn, basically. And he said, yeah, this is something I really like. And then he ended up quitting his job and going to Berkeley. He got a master's degree in data science. And then he got this wonderful job at Airbnb. So, you know, th these things happen all the time. You, you've got to do what you love. You can't be stuck in a place hating what you're doing all the time. Um, it, it's so, actually but, really funny you speak about online courses. This morning, I was actually listening to another podcast called Marketing School by Neil Patel and Eric Su, and mm -hmm. they were talking about how the value of a college education has decreased so much, and it puts I such agree. a financial hamper on you. And they were also mentioning online courses and saying, to be honest, like they're more up to date than the curriculum that you're being taught in a college. And you know, you can learn some really great skills out of there, and it's going to cost you a fraction of the price. And it's flexible, yeah. meaning you can still keep your job. And you can do the online course at night and weekends and kind of in your own schedule. And it's perfectly rigorous. I mean, my son took courses in data science. I, I guess the, the language is called R. I don't know what they're doing. But anyway, he learned about doing all that while he was doing his other job uh, at nights and weekends. And, uh, you know, in fact, his girlfriend just did the same thing. I'll tell you exactly. She was a reporter at Forbes, you know, kind of a prestigious thing. And she just didn't see a lot of growth there. So she started doing online courses in computer coding and she just quit her job. And now she's going to go to a, a boot camp uh, for like 12 weeks doing computer coding and software engineering. And I think she'll be very employable coming out of that, but she didn't just drop it and go right into it. She tested out first. Um, and a good way to test it out is with an online course. So just have a transition. Don't just like quit in anger. It's like, you're going to be sorry doing something like that. <laughs> yes, that is definitely a regrettable decision. <laughs> Jordan, do you have any kind of free tools or resources that you can recommend to people who are trying to pay back their loan? Sure. Well, first of all, I mean, it's not free, but it's cheap. I did a book on these topics, which is called The Ultimate Guide to Student Loans, which you can get at Amazon at The Ultimate Guide to Student Loans. There's a website related to it, theultimateguidetostudentloans.com. At my website, at moneyanswers.com, I've got lots of other resources. We mentioned credible.com. We mentioned consolidatecollege.com. Let me just give you one more. If you are with private loans, you can actually settle your student loans 
for pennies on the dollar, 10, 20 cents on the dollar, depending on what it may, may be, uh, you know, you're able to negotiate. That's a place called Student Loan Help Today and their website, studentloanhelptoday.com. Uh, they've also got a phone number, 855-533-2860. And there's a place of, of settling your student loans. Now, that's going to work on private loans, but it's not going to work on um, federal loans. They don't settle federal loans. They consolidate federal loans. So hopefully those are some resources that can help people. So, Jordan, there are a lot of teachers and people who have gone to school and come out with good degrees, but they're not making a lot of money. Is there any kind of way that they can pay back their loan and not make so much money? Well, they can get it forgiven even better, yes. There's something called the Income-Based Repayment Program, or the IBR program, which is part of the Department of Education. And if there are certain criteria that you meet, you can pay typically the minimum on your student loans for 10 years, and then no matter how much you owe, the rest of it is forgiven. So the criteria for that are you work for the government, state, local, federal, post office, military, teach school teacher, whatever it may be, that allows you to qualify for it. If you work in the nonprofit sector, a 501c3, uh, then you can actually you know, get your st student loans forgiven as well. And if there are specific cases, like say they need a doctor on an Indian reservation, or they need a teacher in an inner city school that nobody wants to go to, you know, there's something like that. They really want to encourage people to take on jobs that other people don't. You can qualify for that IBR program as well. Uh, the website I gave you before, consolidatecollege.com, can help you figure out if you qualify that income-based repayment program. So that's the best of all worlds. Pay the minimum for 10 years, have the rest of it completely forgiven. Fantastic. Chainers, we're just going to take a quick break and then we're going to dive right back into the value link round. Chainers, we've been speaking about student loans in this episode. However, we've written an awesome debt guide, which still applies to student loans. So definitely check it out as a resource. That's chainofwealth.com slash debt. This is a guide that I've written myself and it really provides a lot of great information and teaches you the tips and tricks that you need to know to get out of debt in the fastest way possible. That's chainofwealth.com slash debt. So Jordan, why do you think people fail or struggle to reach their dreams? In many cases, they're not realistic and they haven't really defined what their dreams are. Your dream should be something you really love. Do that first and then the money will typically follow, okay? What people do is they go for something for money, and then they're miserable at it, and that's really never going to work. So defining your dream, what you're really about, what you really love, is going to kind of lead to prosperity and, and happiness in many ways. I know we've spoken about a lot of resources, but do you have any other books or podcasts you'd like to mention? Well, I mean, I've got a podcast called The Money Answer Show, where I've interviewed a lot of people on this whole question of student loans, not only once you've got them, but avoiding them in the first place. I mean, anything you can save up front or invest up front is something that you do. Uh, the way I like to put it is every dollar you have invested is one you don't have to borrow when you get to, to college. And, and this is true for uh, online schools as well. So you, you take a look through there. There's a whole bunch of podcasts. Money Answer Show goes back 10 years. And I've got lots of different shows you know, that can be helpful in this particular area, as well as other as aspects of personal finance as well. So, Jordan, do you have a favorite quote? I do. I'm going to go to Nelson Mandela, one of your <laughs> favorites. Katie, I hear he's one of your favorites. 
And this is like, Dennis as well. <laughs> for both of you. Okay. Well, I figured it'd be appropriate. So this is about fear. All right. And Nelson Mandela's quote is, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. I absolutely love that. Jordan, do you have any other ways that we can get in touch with you and any other last parting piece of advice? And then we'll say goodbye. So moneyanswers.com is my website. I've got loads of resources and links and videos of all kinds, including to your podcast. Um, and so they can email me. I love to help people in all kinds of different ways in what we've talked about, but other areas of personal finance as well. And basically, if you do the right thing, you can do fine. The economy is doing very well right now. There's lots of opportunity out there. Don't get yourself into too much debt and feel burdened. Uh, get yourself into an opportunity where you can grow and really enjoy what you're doing. And I think you'll do just fine. Fantastic. Chainers, we've been hanging out with Jordan Goodman from moneyanswers.com. Head up his website. There's some fantastic resources there. And really get ahead in your life by conquering your student loans as early on as possible. Chainers, if you enjoy the show, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. Catch you on the flip side. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.